Welcome to your weekend edition of Just the Good News, please, with me, Joe Yule. It's Sunday, the 3rd of May, and today we have a bumper podcast for you because there is just so much to celebrate. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. One, two, three. And we start with the simple fact that since lockdown, gardening, with almost everyone who's never touched their garden getting bang into their inner Percy Thrower, and of course Margot from The Good Life, with marigold sales off the charts. All over the world, seed suppliers are running out of stock when it comes to panic buying. Carrot and courgette seeds are the new toilet roll. Even live chicken sales have spiked. The Good Life is truly back in fashion. Now, one man is saying tit a lot on TV, and he and his daughter have launched their very own bird-watching club. In fact, it seems like the world and his wife have become armchair ornithologists since this staying-at-home business began. BBC presenter Chris Packham live-streams wildlife from around his farmhouse in the middle of the New Forest, surrounded by trees smothered in ivy, primroses and old hedgerows. One of his pleasures is sitting under a hedge and listening to a robin sing, which he yesterday described... It's just an eruption, an incredible drive to produce this cascade of notes to say this is my space and my time and I am going to prosper. It's really pumping it out. It's a fabulous natural concert and it's available to everyone, which I really love because when do we ever really stop and appreciate that stuff in our own back garden? Packham, who has created the Self-Isolation Bird Club with his stepdaughter, zoologist Megan McCubbin, can see marsh tits, green finches, great tits and chaffinches on his bird feeder. And he's literally living his best bird life right now with all the wildlife quite literally on his doorstep. But it is a beautiful example of how we've all been forced to stop, take a step back from the chaos and really take this opportunity, our opportunity to reconnect, not just with ourselves, but with nature. And finally, we wrap with news of our much-loved megaspace and science geek. Professor Brian Cox is all set to make a new bite-sized BBC TV series. It's actually aimed at secondary children from the ages of 11 to 13. But if you love him as much as we do, we won't judge if you watch it too. In it, he is going to be demonstrating from his own home all about forces and how they work. Plus, it gives some more simple explanations and a deeper understanding in layman's terms what the solar system really is. Our solar system is the collection of objects that orbit around the sun, that orbit around our star. But there is, of course, a more detailed answer. Uh, to answer it properly, we have to say what those objects are. Now, clearly, there are the eight large planets. Starting from the inside, we have Mercury, and then Venus, and then Earth, and then Mars. Then a belt of rocky small objects called the asteroid belt, followed by Jupiter, and Saturn, and Uranus, and Neptune. So eight planets with the asteroids in between Mars and Jupiter. Then beyond the orbit of Neptune, there are countless smaller objects. We call them dwarf planets, of which Pluto is an example. We used to think Pluto, or call Pluto, a planet. But subsequently, we discovered many objects of a similar size out there beyond the orbit of Neptune. And so we reclassified Pluto as a dwarf planet. Beyond the dwarf planets, there's a region called the Kuiper Belt, which is a collection of billions of smaller icy objects. Uh, the Kuiper Belt is one of the regions from which comets are sometimes deflected in to the inner solar system. 
And then beyond that, there's a huge halo of icy objects called the Oort Cloud. Again, a region from which many comets appear, which extends out, we think, perhaps, as far as a light year into space. So perhaps a quarter of the way to the nearest star, Proxima Centauri. And we finish with news that one of the kings and linchpins of the Afrobeat scene passed this week, Tony Allen, at the age of 79. Now, you may be thinking, how, oh how, is this good news on such a show as this one? You may well ask, because this man, yes, he's no longer with us, but as the one who was the right-hand man of the legend that is Fela Kuti and who helped define the genre of Afrobeat working with Fela's band Africa 70. The legacy he leaves behind is just beyond. If you listen to the words of this particular track we're going to play you to finish up today's podcast, you will see why he's one of our all-time heroes. In fact, the words of this track almost feel like they were written for lockdown life. We'll meet you back here on Tuesday. 